Hi, and welcome back to Smile Please Podcast. I'm Lizzie. I'm Megan, and today we have Maddie, the owner of Simply Desert Co., on today. Hi, Maddie. Hi, how are you? You're fabulous. You're great. Welcome. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Nervous, but excited. It'll so, be so fun. Tell us about your business. So my business is a luxury events and picnic company. I started about two years ago. I'm going to have my anniversary in May, and it has just been amazing so far. And I do anything from bridal showers, baby showers, birthdays, Valentine's Day, date nights, experiences, you name it, I do it. So and now I'm slowly going into the wedding industry and planning and coordinating. And that has been really, really fun. I have worked many fun events with you, and we're working a wedding together. Yes, we are. In April. Yes. Very excited. You're going to, Lizzie, surprise, you're probably working with me that day. Oh, yay. <laughs> surprise. It's like during the week. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for whatever. So how did you get started with, I, I first met you because you were doing picnics. Yes. Luxury picnics, mm-hmm. not just any picnic. So how did you get started with that? So for a while, I had seen in California, because I feel like California always starts, all the trends, all the best things are in California. And I just hadn't seen a luxury picnic business out here. But of course, as soon as I start my business, then there's like 15 of us, which is still not a lot for the area that we do cover here and how many people there are. So I decided to just do it. I was literally working at Lifetime as a manager and I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to start a luxury business picnic. And one of my friends uh, needed to do kind of a like a gender reveal, but they they didn't want to know the gender and they wanted it to, to be picnic theme. And they kind of helped me get started because they gave me like the my first carpet, my pillows, and then eventually I got tables and stuff. And so that's kind of how I got started and just did so many picnics the first year. And I love them so, so, so much. I've grown just exponentially with like my friends, my relationships. And then now I'm dabbling into larger events, a little bit more luxury and now weddings, which I didn't think I was going to be here. And here I am. Which is super exciting. How did you make the transition into luxury picnics to luxury events? So I always try to provide a very luxury experience with whatever client I'm doing, whether it's a small picnic or an extravagant event. So I felt like the luxury just kind of continued to pave the way into bigger and just more extravagant events. So it just it just kind of happened. I don't know how hashtag blessed, I guess, but I work really, really hard for all the events that I do have. And I'm just so grateful for all the connections that I have, photographers, florists, like all the vendors. And people just started asking me, hey, do you do this or do you do that? And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to say no to you. So yeah, let's do it. And here I am. And that's how it blossomed. (laughs) (laughs) But really, so you've started also becoming a tiktok influencer <laughs> okay i need to know i don't know about about this because because i'm yeah i can't get like i can scroll through tiktok all day and all night but when it comes to posting a video or making a video for tiktok i can't do it do you get like stage fright or like no it's just like i don't know i don't know 
I don't understand the algorithm on TikTok as much as I do Instagram because I was a design slash social media major in college. So TikTok wasn't a thing when I was in college. So I understand like every other program to a T, the algorithm, but TikTok is just like foreign. It's just foreign. Yeah. I I don't get it. I am not a TikTok influencer. I don't know what you're talking about, but I did start my TikTok career, I guess, three weeks ago, and I have been posting three videos a day, minimum, three to four-ish. It just kind of depends. And it's been a little challenging just because of the amount of time, like recording and editing that's been super time consuming and I didn't realize how much time that was going to be I'm just like oh I'm just going to push out all these videos but it's definitely a lot more than people like see behind the scenes and I just kind of woke up one day and I just wanted to do it I feel like I've created content for so many years of my life like when I was a flight attendant and like any birthdays any anything that I do I was always constantly recording or getting pictures and finally I just woke up one day and I was like that's it I'm getting on TikTok I'm gonna start doing it and I'm gonna be consistent because that's like the key and I don't understand the algorithm on TikTok either but I also am not doing it to be famous or anything I just love documenting my life and I've met some really really amazing people but like yeah it's super crappy when like my video gets like 400 views or something like low but that's still 400 people that I literally don't know and then like this last week I was actually just telling my boyfriend my videos for me have been doing really good which is like 1200 views 1400 views I think the other day I got like 3000 views on something and it was like literally the best thing in the world and I'm so happy about it but I'm not over here in the millions because I literally don't know how these people do it because I have to answer like 20 comments and I'm like okay I'm done I'm checked out like but I don't know. It's been really good. I feel like it's also helped me become more confident in myself because like no one knows you. Who cares what you post? Like it's just yeah, it's crazy. I I love it. I honestly recommend everyone just just get on TikTok. Just post something. There's an audio. I <laughs> I post I post and I get like max like 800 to like 1000 views, which is something. But like I'll post the same video on Instagram and it'll get like 20,000 views versus like a thousand on TikTok. And I'm like, what is going on? But to be fair, when I do decide to post a TikTok, it's like 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like not the best time to be posting. I think TikTok. the biggest thing too is like being consistent because like what you're doing on Instagram is, you know, you have your, your community that you've built and then on the other end it's like when you get on TikTok and just post like one video and you don't engage with people you don't have a community and that's kind of what I've learned here is that like even though my views are a little bit lower I definitely feel like like each of my video gets anywhere between 30 to 50 why are you looking at (laughs) comments you gave you gave me a weird look oh I thought I thought something wasn't working oh no I'm just going back and forth between audio I have two headphones on oh my gosh sorry Sorry, continue (laughs) I was confused ignore me okay um but even though my like videos don't get a ton of like views my comments are always like 50 comments 30 comments like just like 
people genuinely engaging and caring about like what I'm posting and that at the end of the day is so much more than just like a million people watching my videos like your engagement it's so huge and even like on TikTok like I just recently which is so crazy just only started posting more pictures because I have had a hard time like creating reels and things like that which I can repurpose a lot for TikTok and Instagram but I still get tons of comments. I know people still want to see my stuff. And that's, again, at the end of the day, community is like so much bigger than just what, how many followers you have and how many like likes you have or whatever. Yeah, no, definitely. I, um, TikTok's like a comfort thing for me. Yeah. I just like, I'm on a weird part of TikTok. Like I was on shrimp rave TikTok. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I looked that up as soon as I heard your last podcast and I'm like, what is she talking about? I had no idea what she was talking about. I was very confused. I just, yeah, I love that. That's funny. Did you not like it? No, I did. It was hilarious. I was like, I thought we had a moment. I just had no idea what shrimp rave was. She was like, have you ever seen shrimp rave? I was like, no, what is, what is shrimp rave? And then I was very baffled by everything's weird i mean mine is weird too i feel like once you get into that weird side of tiktok like you kind of can't escape it however there's a new feature where you can reset your for you page it just launched i don't know if it was like a few days ago or earlier last week and i don't know if everyone has it yet but now you there's a feature that you can kind of reset your for you page so it just kind of gives you content that you do want to watch versus like that one time i watched the baby video so now i have babies literally all over my page or mrs rachel if you guys know who she is my nephew loves <laughs> mrs rachel Dude, she's a cult. I, she's awesome <laughs> but i don't want her all over my for you page like i'm like i don't even have kids I have nieces and nephews, and yeah. that's it. That's a wrap. My nephew's running around the house. He's like, Miss Rachel, I want to watch Miss Rachel. And I'm like, God damn it, Miss Rachel. Get <laughs> with you. Rachel, get out of my life. <laughs> oh, man. She's so intense. Yeah. Okay, so what tick? Okay, so you're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You have a great, out- like, you have a, I've, I stalk your TikTok. Thanks. I have like a no name TikTok. It's just M dot with a red circle. I literally I, had no idea who this person was. And I'm like, okay, they really like my stuff. I change my <laughs> username all the time because people like clients of mine or people I know, like my friends will find me on TikTok. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no like, one's allowed to know. I'm my not, I don't post. All I do is watch stuff. I send TikToks to people. It's like my one place where I'm nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am love nobody that. to anybody. <laughs> I don't comment. I don't do anything. But I think I did comment on yours. But I stalk your stuff. Seriously, here, I'm going to pull up the app right, right now. Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, warning. I don't know actually what might pop up. <laughs> You're like, hold on, actually. Oh, so my audio yesterday this is was really hitting home for a lot of people. Yep. It's just like Maddie. <laughs> It's literally just Maddie on my... Maddie is the only person on your TikTok. I love it. It's just Maddie's face all over my friend thing. Get ready with me. Honestly, just... And then there's oh, Kendra. Oh, Kendra. We love Kendra. Hi, Kendra. And then we have... See, Pilates. Okay, so tell us about the Pilates thing. How did that start? Yeah, you've been going a lot. I yeah. have been. And so... Is, tell people, like, what the Pilates challenge thing that you're doing is. Yes. Oh, you're doing Which, a challenge. Kind yeah. of. Okay. okay, it's a challenge with myself, honestly. It's a challenge. So I started doing Pilates in December. My boyfriend got it for me for my birthday. It's, like, a three-month membership because it was – they were having, like, a Black Friday sale because Pilates can be extremely expensive. 
So all of December, I had been wanting to do a 30-day challenge, but I there was like holidays and like 30 day being consistently 30 days, like going every single day, not taking any breaks. Then I went on vacation in January and then just like nothing lined aligned. And then finally I started. So I'm on day 24. Today is day 24. I already went to my class this morning. Did you post? Not yet. I'll post oh, it later. No. Okay. <laughs> I've been running around like a psychopath to might get here. But like yeah, not yet. Scott's stale today. I know. Oh my gosh. But the whole thing with the 30 day was one, keeping me consistent and posting something on TikTok because consistency is key. So I feel like I show up not just for myself, but also for people that are invested in me completing my challenge and the second reason why is because I feel like anytime I get a gym membership or commit to something new in that sense I don't use it or I'm just like oh I'll just go today but not go tomorrow or not wake up for a class because with Pilates you have to reserve a class and if you're not reserving at least two weeks out you are not getting in like the wait list is so long it's insane but it's super popular. And so, yeah, so I just wanted to be consistent with myself, show up for myself, and then obviously get that fat booty, making that summer bod, all the things. And so, yeah, so 30 days. Is it hard? I've done one Pilates class and I felt like I almost died. It can be challenging, but it really just depends on what classes you take. I love that they have a variety of like starting, stretching, flow one, flow 1.5. The hardest class that I did was a cardio suspend class. I feel like that must have been what I did because it was so hard. I was like, how do all of these people do Pilates? Yeah. I was like, why is it so popular? Yeah, it was seriously so hard. And right now (laughs) with the 30 day, I've learned how to structure my schedule a little better because my abs are sore. My legs are sore. Like I've been working out for the last 24 days, every single day. And I, in the beginning, I was just taking really hard classes, like 1.5s, cardio sculpt, all these things. And then finally, I'm just like, I need a break, but I can't really take a break. So then I did like a center and balance, which was stretching. But you still work out in the classes. You just work out differently because in the center and balance, I really focused on my breathing, my posture, like my how I do everything so that it just obviously enhanced my performance in the harder classes. But do you feel like you've do you feel like you have, like, do you feel different? Do you feel, like, stronger? Do you feel yeah different, like, health-wise? So I definitely feel like my waist is a little more snatched. Nice. I put on some jeans earlier today that I didn't end up wearing, but they fit better than when they I wore them, like, I don't know, a few months ago. And so I love that. And then I just feel like my core is a little bit just, like, stronger. I'm a lot more flexible. One of the things with owning a picnic business is that you're unfortunately on your knees a lot and you're bending down a lot because everything's on the floor. And last year, my knees hurt, my lower back hurt. Like I was just in pain constantly. And usually I would just like walk it off, whatever, like got another picnic today. But this year, I just feel like I don't know, doing that and doing all the events that I'm doing now, I just I feel so good. I don't have knee pain at all hardly ever and my lower back feels great and I just I just I love it so much I recommend 10 out of 10 
I hope this doesn't come off weird. Your face looks different since you've been doing Pilates. Oh, good. This I'm sounds, glad. It sounds <laughs> no. weird. No, but the last few times I've seen you, you look different. And then on TikTok, you look different. I was like, something changed about your face. And I wonder if it's just because, like, girl, you're, like, busting ass, like, <laughs> in Pilates. Team no sleep. <laughs> like, you have a glow. Yeah. So you go every day. Every day. Not, like, one day off. No. Nope, every day. Not yet. And I can, next week, next Wednesday is my day off. And I'm going to sleep and not literally do anything physical. Do you go, physical. like, bright and early? Is that your yeah, favorite Yeah, usually I try to. So, like... Tuesday nights I'll go in the evening because my favorite instructor does cardio sculpt and so I'll always do that Tuesday nights but usually like Monday like 7 a.m classes yeah so I'm up by like 5 45 every day wow recording some TikToks get ready with me go to Pilates it's called club Pilates and they're just national they're really big Mm -hmm. yeah they're literally all over the place however I did find another club that's in the same area but it's a little bit different and I think I want to go take a class there nothing wrong with club Pilates but I don't know sometimes I just don't get like the most welcoming vibe there which just sucks but there's like two or three instructors that I love so much but I think that's the only reason why I don't like doing like class kind of things like you know like the whole like spin cycle Dude, spin is like a whole nother level. I feel like well, everybody's yeah, on but speed just like when I go. But instructor in general, based. Yeah, just because, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I want to be like alone. People yeah, no, I feel that. And yelling and, and I'm then, like, ah. When I, when I did Pilates that one time, um, I got f- class pass, oh, yeah, that app yeah. where you get like a few. So me and my sister-in-law were like, oh, let's go try Pilates. We both were dying. And for me it was like the whole big mirror thing I was like holy shit I'm like looking at myself and everyone's looking at me I was like I wanted to be in like I'm the type of kid that's like I want to sit in the back of the class because I don't want anyone to look at me but we came late so I had to be in the front and I was uncomfortable the whole time and it was hard um so yeah maybe I just need to give another chance because I like the idea of Mm -hmm. Pilates because like it's a good workout yeah so yeah, no, I love it so much. I feel like in general, my life has transformed in the last few weeks. And I know we just did that photo shoot at Studio House. And I've never felt more confident than that shoot for some reason. And oh, I don't you know. It. You look yeah, good. I, I literally am so obsessed with like every single picture. I made and... you sprawl out on the couch. I was like, <laughs> let's get it, girl. I was like putting my Pilates core to use. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, hold it. You're like, hold it. I'm actually an instructor. Legs up. <laughs> hold it. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I overall, I don't know if it's like TikTok, Pilates, my life. Everything's just going so good. And I just feel like I'm, I work so hard for so long to be here because like two years ago, I was in not a good place. I was, I know I was depressed, but I would never admit that. But I was working two jobs. I was going to school full time. I started a business and yeah. And now I finally get to bask in all of my hard work. So it's great. I love it. Go do Pilates. So Megan told me that you're going to Japan. We're all taking a Starbucks break. <laughs> yeah, One everyone, everyone's Stand taking by. a Starbucks sip as I asked a very dramatic question. So you're yes. going to Japan. That is someplace my husband like wants to go before he dies. So I... tell me about this trip. Oh my gosh, we're to Japan. 
How much time do we have? Because I can talk about Japan until I'm like literally blue in the face. So in my many endeavors of life, I was a flight attendant with a charter company, International Charter, and we used to fly to Japan every week. I've probably been to Japan, I don't know, like 50 times or something. Like, it's crazy how often I've been there. And I miss it so, so much. So finally, we're going to be able to go um, because I know COVID and then the borders were closed and then they were only doing like certain visas and it was just really hard to get in. But this last October, they finally opened up and I really wanted to go then, but work was a little busy. So now we're going in April and we're hopeful that we'll catch like the cherry blossoms and stuff like that. But I'm just, I'm seriously so excited. Hopefully my boyfriend proposes. (gasps) No, no pressure, Preston, if you're listening. Preston, (laughs) you better propose. (laughs) And it's just like, I just love Japan so much. Every time I would go, like the food, the people, the culture. And I started teaching myself Japanese three years ago. So I've been doing that. Don't ask me to say anything in Japanese. You have to. I can't. I cannot. (laughs) I can't. There's no way. I can't. That's okay. You don't have to. But um, it's super fun. I really, really enjoy just like being there. I love riding bikes, the train system, all their food. Just it just tastes better there. I don't know what it is. But I love it so much. Uh, extremely jealous. So yeah, I so go to you Japan. definitely need to go. And I believe we're going for two weeks. I would like to go longer, but I have two weddings in April. So hey, <laughs> Here I'll see you when you get are. there. Are you going before? Or I not? am going before. Okay. Yeah. So I have a wedding in March on the twenty third, and then I'm gonna do my small business spring soiree right before I leave for Japan. And then I'll be in Japan for two weeks. And then April 18th is the first wedding. And then I have one on the 23rd. Nice. And then, yeah. Besides Japan, that one's like the big one, but I love going to Montana. My cousin lives there, so we'll go there for Thanksgiving. And then I think we're going to go up to Flat Flathead Lake for like the last part of August. And then we've been talking about going to Mexico for the end of the year. My family's from there. And so my dad has a house and stuff. So we were thinking about just spending the holidays with our like Mexico family because we haven't been for a few years. But other than that, nothing crazy. Preston's family, I think, wants to plan something in Hawaii for October break. So yeah, we'll see. Apparently Southwest, you can't book flights out this far. So they don't know kind of like price range yet. So once flights open up, they'll decide whether we go or not. So yeah, but I love traveling. I love going all over the place. So yes. So Japan period is number one. But my second place is this. It was Kosovo. It was just a really pretty city and just had a lot of architecture and I just love like walking around and stuff like that so I really loved it there and other than that I mean I've been to Ireland Kuwait Kuwait's really cool too the Middle East yeah I loved like their experience of just everything they do is like top notch I don't know I just felt like luxury every time I went to Kuwait so loved it there and what else that's pretty much it. I feel like those are. Mm, I don't think I've like hated anywhere really. 
or like just not perfect not, not perfect amazing. i would say like the dominican in, republic actually you'd be like eh, i don't need yeah. to go to arkansas i mean stateside sorry but i don't know if it was like we went wrong or traveled wrong but i just don't feel like i had the experience that i was hoping for yeah so i don't know if my expectations were really high but there was just one part of the trip that we loved and it was we went to an island and I can't remember what it was called, but we got on a little catamaran and drove over to the island and that was really awesome. But everything else is just kind of like, meh, like, I don't know, like yeah. I, I loved it, but didn't, I could have gone somewhere else or something, but who knows, maybe I just need to give it another chance because like I said, I don't think we did it the right way, so but the beaches weren't as pretty where we stayed. And that was like one of the whole reasons why we went. So that kind of was I feel a like bummer. anywhere you go, like in that area, you want like a nice beach. Yeah. Because you're going for the, the beach vibes. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, and it happens, but there was just like seaweed, just mountains of it. Like you couldn't really like lay out and stuff. So I don't know if that was just kind of like not like we probably stayed in not a good area, but. That was pretty much, that was probably like my, where I don't want to go back, but I probably will just because I feel like I need to give it another chance. A place I really want to travel to though is the like St. Martin, St. Lucian. Mm. Like I've never been there. And I'm like, that's literally in our backyard, basically of the U.S. Yeah. Have you guys been? No, but I've wanted to go. It just looks so pretty. I went to Jamaica in June. So that's, oh, yeah, you're doing a wedding there. Is that in the area? I'm like, is that kind of I mean, that's like tropical. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's, You'll still kind of get the same yeah. like vibes. Yeah. Jamaica is fun. I'm I do. Excited. I really like Jamaica when I went. It was really cool. I'm going with Todd. Well, I'm going for a wedding, mm-hmm. but Todd and I are making it like a trip. It's the best way to do it. I know. But. I went to, okay, so speaking of the seaweed beaches, I went to, I don't know, it just made me think of this. So I went to Cancun for another wedding and they were, you know how like if you have a pool, you have like a net to like get the leaves out. They had like people out there like picking up the seaweed with the net before it could get to the beach. Yeah, so they had when people I, out with nets. When I went to Cancun this last summer in like, the end of July, early August, there it was, I think it's like called seaweed season when the ocean just like spits out all the seaweed during like a certain period. And every morning, like super early, there was people like scooping up all the seaweed that came to shore. And like late at night is when the seaweed would like get really close to the shore. So if you went swimming after like 6 p.m. in the ocean, you would be attacked by seaweed. And then, like, in the morning, it was just, like, a literally, like, like, like two feet wide mountain of just yeah. seaweed. And they would just pick up all yeah. the seaweed. But it's insane. Like, yeah. imagine being, like, oh, yeah, I work at a resort. It's, like, well, what do you do at the resort? Oh, I, I'm a seaweed I, picker. I spend all day in the ocean. <laughs> seaweed. seaweed. I thought that was crazy. Anyways, you said seaweed. I was, like, yeah. I, I vividly, like, it was, like, flashback to Vietnam. But it's, like, <laughs> but poor seaweed. people pick up all the seaweed. I was, like, it's just seaweed. And then you see all of it. Yeah. Like, oh, no. It's, like, an abundance. I just... I, and I felt like I, I mean, sure, there's other places, but at the Dominican, I had never seen it as bad as I saw it there. So that's like and it's crazy. I mean, I went to the Dominican and all I can think of is seaweed. So but it was fun. It was my 28th birthday trip was there. So 
That was a good time. Fun. Went with Are the there boys. any places you don't like, Lizzie? Um I don't know, I haven't really like traveled that much. I feel like you travel. Um, I mean you've been to Jersey. I'm from Jersey. I know. <laughs> So I go there that to see counts. my family. That counts as traveling. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jersey's like, eh. Okay, could you imagine being a photographer in Jersey? It would suck. Is there a lot of people or just no, like the environment? No, there's just nothing like pretty. Oh, really? I mean, I've never been city. to Jersey. It's just like green. Yeah. But it's just like bleh. Like, hmm. I went there in February for a wedding this last year. Mm-hmm it's february right now um and it was just so like dead everything was just like brown and it's not like arizona brown where it's like kind of pretty you know it's just literally just like dead trees with no leaves and like dirt yeah oh wow and mush because isn't it cold there during this time too they had like an outdoor wedding or no it was but you couldn't take any pictures indoor no i wasn't working it was my cousin's wedding oh there was another photographer working which he was not the nicest man in the world um But (laughs) it was just, it was really cold, yes, but they did, so my family's Catholic, so they did, like, a church ceremony, and then afterwards we went to this, like, huge, like, super big, extravagant, like, indoor venue, Mm -hmm. Um, so it was all indoors, basically, which was interesting. I don't really like Florida, but I think it's just because I went to like I didn't get to like ex- really experience. Where'd you go, Orlando? Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, <laughs> so boo, boo. I yeah. <laughs> but my brother's been so my brother likes to drive across the country in uh-huh. his like minivan, and he came to visit. So I went to Florida with my family from Jersey, and we stayed in Orlando because we went to Disney World. So we didn't really like go anywhere. And my brother went down to the Keys, and he said that it was like beautiful. So I think I would go to the Keys. Um, yeah. What's that place that you were thinking about doing your bridal's bachelorette? Oh, yeah. Um, what's it called? Was it in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, oh gosh. What, what is it called? Mary's something? Mm, no? I'm going to look this up. Sorry, guys. It honestly, like, think- oh my gosh. It looks like the most gorgeous place in the entire world. And I want to go so bad. It's um, so but it's seriously so pretty. It looks like just like really uniform like houses, but in a very like cottage kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It looks amazing, but I really want to go there now. I really don't like San Francisco. Mm. Yeah. It's so windy there. I don't like San Francisco. That's one of my friends lives there. That's probably like the one place that I really just like, it's just like, there's, it's so dirty and there's yeah, so many people. There are so many people. And it's just like. I feel like I feel like just California in general. Just sometimes like I love going to San Diego because obviously the beach. But there's so many people and it's like I congested. Like, my husband's from Santa Barbara. Okay. So I only, if we go to California, that's usually where we go. And that's like the only city that I like because it's still touristy, but mm-hmm. it's like still small. Yeah. So it's not busy and it's still pretty. It's not like dirty. Like they keep it clean. Yeah. I just feel like it's hard because California is so big. It's so congested and it's such a tourist destination for so many people. Like and not just like United States people like internationally. Everyone everyone goes to Los Angeles and New York City. Yeah. Which I've been to those places probably the most out of any other place. Yeah. And I just I still haven't been to New York yet. 
I found the place. Oh, what's it called? It's called Allie's Beach, Florida. And it's so kind of near Destin. You would or Palm City. Oh, it's City. by Destin. Yes, which ah. you're like Destin. It's so no, pretty. No, I've, I've heard but Destin is like not. It's like a beach, beachy it's town. Yeah. Gorgeous. It's, it's so pretty. Yeah. Do you have your phone on you? Yes. Google Allie's Beach. I'm about to make plan a trip to Allie's Beach. It's gorgeous. We just but the, ti- the problem is time of year. I'm wanting to go. It's hurricane season. Oh. So, in a dilemma. But another really pretty place I oh like. Oh my god! In all the buildings are so pretty. It's I know. so gorgeous. It looks like Greece, but Florida. Yes. It's just I love it so much. It's oh also gosh. very expensive to get into because you have to fly into a private airport or palm city what's it called so yeah pretty. palm city and, and then, then you drive. have to drive like two hours okay which it's not too bad but it's but like at least like once you're there i know i know yeah <gasps> but once you're there you're just like you don't need to go anywhere yeah, either go anywhere. so but if i was gonna go i'd want to stay for at least a week and a half oh two weeks. at least like i wouldn't be able to be like oh i'm just here for the no. weekend like i'm no. living out my best grace dream in florida <laughs> i went to uh Lido key Lido, Lido Key, um, in Florida. It's about three hours, maybe two hours from Tampa. And that was one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever stayed on. Crystal clear water, warm, went in February, warm, beautiful, private beach. Um, it was a little pricey, but it's like a private town. It's really hard for like the public to get to. Oh. It's very clean, very safe. And I was like, Oh, I could like leave my phone and nothing like out in the open, and I'm like, I'm fine. Or (laughs) I could leave my wallet. I could like leave my wallet out and be like, Oh no, like yeah, (laughs) I hope nobody steals this. (laughs) (laughs) Like nobody will. Everyone's got. It's like either people got money or they're like, Oh no, I left my tenth wallet like back at that bar. Gotta go back. Yeah. So it's a very. It was a very. I really liked it. Highly recommend. Clearly, we need to go to Florida more. Yeah, clearly, I need to. There's give all this Florida chance. slander, and it's like, you gotta leave Orlando. Yeah. Like, get out of Orlando. My friend girl. lived in Florida for like three years or something, and she said she hated it. But I also don't remember where she lived, so. I just wanna know. Yeah. I feel like there's parts of Florida. I mean, but there's I parts it, of Arizona. Like, it yeah. gets really humid, if especially if you don't live close to the ocean. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you live close to the ocean, you're like living the life, you know? I feel that for sure. Okay. So, yes. What? I have a question for you. Do you have any favorite conspiracy theories? <laughs> favorite conspiracy theories? Or do you not follow? I like, don't. Like, we just talked about the Chuck E. Cheese pizza conspiracy theory. Or aliens. Or aliens. I the don't. The stuff that's going on in the news. I don't, actually. I'm not a conspiracyist. Whatever. However you say it. Yeah, I'm just not. No conspiracies. Nothing? There's some that, like, I'll see, and I'm just like, wow, that kind of looks like it would be real but i'm not like let me dive in deep and follow this what about any true crime are there any like do you listen to true crime i feel like you're so calm and chill you Mm -mm. don't like invite that into your life i don't and the only podcast that i did listen to that i was so obsessed with was that really popular one with anad saeed and how he was convicted for murder or kill, murdering his oh, girlfriend that was such a good podcast yeah what is th- her podcast called her name her name is sarah something i can't keening or i don't remember the anyway. name of it but i remember them talking about yeah. that case like in mm-hmm. depth and i think the reason why i was so invested in that is because one he was still alive and they were able to prove 
his innocence I think he he was able to get out and stuff Mm -hmm. so there was a whole like thing but that one was really just like so intriguing because the only reason why they reopened the case was because this reporter just went out and just like started investigating and I might be completely wrong if she's not a reporter but I think think she she is but but she just yeah I thought that was really awesome so uh that was the most exciting podcast I feel like excitement I would have in my life (laughs) for chaos (laughs) Maddie's like I do Pilates And, and I so don't invite anything else into no, my life. No negativity. No None. No room for it. Anything. <laughs> bliss. Bliss life. Okay. So, no conspiracies. But do you have any, like, do you have any crazy, like, vendor stories? Me and Lizzie always have crazy vendor stories. Or just, like, working weddings or just, like, with clients. Do you have any, like, anything that's f- super funny that's happened? Or anything or- that's, like, awful that has, like, traumatized you? <laughs> so I feel like I've been very blessed with the vendors that I've worked with. So I don't have any crazy vendor stories, which is really nice. But I also try to stick with very blissful people in my life. I'm telling you, I don't invite chaos. So why would I work with someone that's chaotic mm-hmm. or just even associate with them I don't know like I just like try to keep it very like simple and I'm a firm believer in just supporting a few versus a thousand so usually like my circle's big enough but it's also like small if that makes sense so I don't have any crazy vendor stories I'm trying to think hmm it doesn't have to be vendor specific it can be picnics it can be like anything you've done so I do have like crazy like just client stories um you can share a client story but nothing crazy like vendor wise I'm trying to think let me let me think because we have we just had a crazy situation happen on Friday which we just talked about in our last podcast if you listened you should um (laughs) Basically, there was a huge fire that started, like a huge explosion happened. It was crazy, but, but it like, was like, oh, everything back to normal. Like no nothing happened. Yeah, no big deal. We did not just see like a giant burst of flames. Yeah, it's not like the whole place was caught on fire. It was huge. Like I'm pretty dramatic, but it was a big flame. It was huge. The party don't stop for nothing. No, like Jeez. every like everybody turned to look and they're like, I'm oh. in danger. Like it was bad. Clearly no one has fight or flight reflexes. Apparently not. <laughs> uh let's see there's been like certain situations that happen like this last I had a proposal this last two weeks ago and I forgot the marry me letters and it's like a 45 minute drive from my house and the picnic or the event was starting in like 30 minutes what'd you do Preston Oh, we love Preston. We do. He seriously, I would not have a business without this man. I'm going to tell you real quick. He has rescued me one too many times. So that was really nice of him. And other than that, just like a couple like client, like terrible clients, actually. I had a client when I had first started out. So you're navigating your worth, your style, what you want to bring to the table, And this event was a bridal shower for about 20 people. And the night before, the client is messaging me and asking me for a mock-up, asking me all these details. And I'm I'm confused because I've gone through all of this. 
my process is super simple when I hire you on or you hire me. It's like we talk about your vision. I send you a mood board. You confirm everything that we're talking about. And mood boards are sometimes so hard because your inspiration does come from Pinterest most of the time. And it's so hard to be like, oh, yeah, I want that, that and that. Well, that's a lot of money. So we can do it in a way where it's affordable for you. It doesn't break the bank. But then you can also hire me and my expertise to make sure that I bring your vision to life. This client had issues trusting me, apparently, because the night before, like I said, I think it was like midnight and she was just messaging me constantly. She had already paid and everything. I had already picked up food, flowers, balloons. Like I've spent money on this event already too. And she just was not happy with like the mock-up. And if you've seen my page, you see how I'm more neutral. I'm more simplistic. I think less is more when it comes to a lot of things. And when you're doing a tablescape for 20 people, you don't want to overwhelm the table because there's also going to be food. There's going to be drinks. There's there's a lot of things happening. So she just was not happy with my mock-up. And she was just like, I'm not happy with this. You need to go and buy more decor. Like it's too simple for me. And... It was literally 1 a.m. and I just was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to text her back and just let her know that I'm not going to come out tomorrow. I already had like four other events that I was doing on Saturday and it was a very small window of like helping her in between another event that I was doing. And I just messaged her and I said, you know what? It just doesn't look like we're a match. And I was very generous and I refunded her 100%. And that was it. She's like, thanks. And I'm like, have fun going to the store and buying everything because it's going to be way more expensive than what you paid me. And I ended up having another client from Washington, actually, which was really cool because I grew up in Washington. And I ended up using a lot of the stuff that I was going to use for this other client's bridal shower. I used it for her baby shower, the balloons, the food, the flowers, everything. And this client has not only booked me like three times, they were so obsessed with everything that I did so thankful that I went like above and beyond and that's that's the client that I want so at the end of the day like I was sad because obviously I had to refund a large sum of money but then I turned around and made a more lifelong client that actually appreciates what I have and trusted me to like execute a vision Mm -hmm. like a mock-up is usually like two or three place settings it's not like an entire tablescape and I'm going to go buy flowers and make it look like it's going to look that day. So that was probably like one of the most like horrific like clients that I've had. However, I've been super blessed, which is really nice. Let me knock on wood, but I've had really, really good clients. So yeah. You Lizzie, any crazies besides the fire? I didn't know you guys were firemen as well. I guess, yeah. Put it on the resume. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of things on our plate. Yeah. On the resume. Um, I feel like everything that happens that's crazy is usually with Megan, so we have the same stories. Yeah. My life is just chaos. <laughs> I know you, you say you don't invite chaos. I am the chaos. It's <laughs> My- so funny because I don't feel like you're chaotic 
at she, all. She's very calm, and she always feels like she's chaotic, but she's very calm. Yeah, I don't think you're chaotic. Crazy stuff happens to me. I think like, that's what it is. There's crazy things, things around you. It's, I, I think feel you like try and be the calm and collected, and life is just like, no. We're going to make Megan's life I'm chaos. so prepared. I'm always so prepared like, you for are anything. And then it's like, extremely prepared. Oh, here's a bomb. Literally. <laughs> like, figure it out. <laughs> it was funny. I think the first styled shoot we oh, ever did together gosh. after we met, she had me drive out to the Willow, which is, I don't even know what area of Arizona. Surprise. 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 So far. Yeah. And that was where Aberdeen got engaged, yep. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that day, that day I was there and I just remember showing up and I was supposed to only do like the sweetheart table, super simple, super just easy. And she's like the vendor that was supposed to do the full tablescape for like 20 people just said she's not coming literally veiled last they had like all these tables out and they they were not going to move the tables (laughs) so uh maddie hi maddie um went to the dollar tree and bought a bunch of stuff and we were thankfully able to like salvage something together a little yeah i think it still turned out well but yeah yeah, definitely (laughs) Like, that was not your fault, and no. you couldn't control that, unfortunately. But it was like, are you kidding but me? But when vendors, and that's the thing with styled shoots. We should talk about styled shoots, because I just, like, oh, man. there's don't so many things with styled shoots that, like, people don't really realize that, like, you're such an, like, important part for this to all fit together. And for a vendor to just fall out like that, like, I just, I felt so bad that day. I ended up saying, like, all day. <laughs> most of the night and just I just wanted to help you because it was just so crappy well I had I feel like every time I put a styled shoot something would happen which is like with any event people just like fall through and suck so Maddie and I Maddie is awesome um hi Maddie um we were putting styled shoots on together and then our schedules just got crazy and we just haven't done it since but our whole thing was like let's do like an affordable styled shoot it was like 20 40 bucks like super simple nothing too crazy but like good content and also it's like okay we're working with people but we're not doing like we're not asking a ton of vendors to do free stuff it was like vendors who were like hey i need to get my name out there yeah. like okay let's put something together and it's super cheap and it's just like okay like you also styled shoots have gotten so expensive they really have and i feel like the quality has diminished so much hasn't been the yeah. same like when i put my horse style shoot together with um dashing spirits you were there the horse people i had a cake person my sister-in-law like it was a big thing i had horses like it was intense i only charged like what like I think 80 bucks. Like 80 bucks oh, for wow. people to Oh, wow. That's come. really cheap. And there were like four or five stations. It I was good. I feel like you don't see styled shoots anywhere less than like 175 now, yeah. which I wouldn't mind paying, and I'm not a photographer, but if I knew what I was getting. But then I show up to these styled shoots, and you're running around. It's not organized. And I'm like, why am I paying almost $200 to waste time at a station for 45 minutes like I don't need 45 minutes to shoot again I'm not a photographer but yeah I just know how like it and there's works. a lot of us that go to style shoots for like certain like like things like vibe a style shoot. or something like say yeah. there's like a car or there's like a super unique like individual yeah. model Editorial and we're like okay we want that you know yeah. and then 
I get it. You have to, like, split into groups and, like, separate the time. But there's also, like, only a certain chunk of time where the light is, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. So. Sharing that time with It just gets, like, annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like, the timing, like, if it's not organized enough where the timing is, like. Like, even five minutes makes such a difference. Yeah, or just, like, plan it where, like, okay, at the the last, like, ten minutes of the sound shoot. Everyone could do it like take pictures and if there's like not also style shoots get like 20 people now like 20 yes. photographers and i'm like how are you charging two to three hundred dollars and having 20 photographers that's like five six seven grand which does not and most people i'm not saying everybody but most people get vendors that are trying to get their name out there trying to get more bookings and like the wedding industry or in this certain industry and they're being like getting photos for compensation versus like getting paid to do things where and that's a big problem I have because it's like the photographers have to pay but then they're using our pictures for like ads or like for something in like a weird situation like I did a really big styled shoot and um this company has been like using my pictures submitted them to magazines and all this stuff without my permission all this stuff so they're getting all this credit and i it was like dude i paid like 200 bucks to go to your styled shoot then you used my pictures didn't give me credit and now you're in magazines and your name's getting featured it was just like so shady yeah. and it was like oh my god we're gonna be featured i'm like uh uh-huh. Like, I, I, didn't get I credit like the or anything. idea of styled shoots and, like, you know, getting to know people and, like, getting content. But I feel like it has become more than just, like, yeah. getting it's a content business. It's a business yourself. now. It's, yeah. like, I'm going to make money off of hosting styled shoots versus, like, because I feel like when I first, like, when I first started going to styled shoots, like, three years ago, it was more, like, a really cool idea that, like, no one has in their portfolio mm-hmm. and you want this, like, really cool idea. Like, I have ideas that I want, like, you know, that are stored in the back of my head to myself. Mm -hmm. Probably only Megan knows. Girl, you tell me the same three every time. Like, girl, we will get it done. We will do this. (laughs) And I'm like, like, so back in the day, it was more creative and more like, oh, yeah, this, like, unique concept. Like, people will want to come, like, photograph it. And now it's more like, let me make this concept, make it a little different and charge, like, twice as more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever profited from any styled shoot I did. I think I always spent the money I earned, the money that was made on the supplies, dress rentals, all this stuff, but then, like, giving some money to the models for, like, travel. It should be enough to just cover your expenses yeah. and maybe a little bit for yourself for the time and effort put into play. But you're not supposed to be making, not- like, three grand off of a styled shoot, you no. know, like, and to each their own. But I just believe that if your business is a style shoe business let's say that that's what you do then you should have like really unique concepts and like valuable yeah and and this is probably gonna stir some tea but it's always the same people modeling it is yeah but honestly i will say beautiful people (laughs) it's hard to find models that are willing to show up because there's this been is why one too many need to get paid. Yeah, exactly. I feel like models don't get paid 
for their time. And hair and makeup. They or always they, drop out because they're not being consp- com- yeah, compensated. Like, they wake up and they're like, hmm, you know, I'm not getting paid for like yeah. the four girls makeup I'm going to do today. I probably should just, just not like, do it. Nah. Yeah. You know? And then bail. Yeah. Models is definitely a hard one because like you just can't find people that are going to be committed to showing up. And it's everyone in the industry, I feel like, has been burned with style shoots because I've done it for free and then I don't get a gallery for six months. And I'm like, cool, it's not October anymore. Mm-hmm. Sick. Or just like me taking time out of my schedule and driving places. And so I just think the concept of style shoot just needs to change. And like everyone's like. Because it used to be more for like if you wanted to participate, like you could you know volunteer to like be a vendor and then like photographers to like now it's became like a here join my style shoot and you'll receive a gallery from each photographer right like for and sure. the photographers are like i didn't know and i was like, supposed me, to send pictures yes. here to yeah it's not get clear. photos of like what i want to get exactly photos of. and i don't think that you guys should be required to give a gallery because you guys are paying yeah. so i if anyone's listening that does style shoots, I think how it should be, and usually if I run a style shoot, I'll do it, where I hire a photographer that's going to deliver a actual gallery for my vendors, not I'm waiting for everyone else to give me their gallery so I can give them something. Like, I just don't think that's fair. Yeah. So now what I've just started doing is I've just been putting on content shoots for myself and being extremely exclusive. And you know what? My next style shoot that I host is going to be like five photographers max that can join me. And it's like, if you want it cool, come here's how much it's going to cost to cover everything. If not deuces, I'll do it myself. What I find really interesting. Okay. Also, I want to say this. If you're a styled shoot, if you put on styled shoots and you make a couple bucks, you do you good for you. Like, but from just, we're speaking from our personal opinions, from what we've experienced, I mean, I've been no doing style shoots for, what, five years? I'm going to them, and I go to them because it's like I need a break from, from my usual clientele, mm-hmm. all this stuff. I want to get a little creative. I want to try a new technique out that I saw online, or I just need to, like, I'm there just, like I, I like to see how other photographers yeah. work, too, because it's like, okay, I'm so stuck in my ways. I like to see how somebody else would capture yeah. this, but also it's like, okay, I'm meeting new vendors okay, great. Oh, didn't know this makeup artist existed. Yeah. Like, awesome. And then also it's just like fun content and it's like, okay. And there are refreshing. some really, really fun ones. Like I've put on a couple that I've done that I love and I that's the sense of community. Like I just love meeting more photographers, more vendors. Like there's always someone that's doing something like you said differently. And if I can learn or if I can help them grow or add them as a service onto my business, like I love that because the first when we met, there was like 13 photographers. I had just literally started my business the week before and I met so many people there and it's so awesome. You met Maddie and I, I, I met you at a styled shoot, Lizzie. It was, I think it was actually your styled shoot. I think so. And then we filmed a TikTok and it was us running across the street that one time. (laughs) Yep. Yep. With horses in the background. That was fun. Yep. But I like all four photographers, you create your business, you do what you do, but the styled shoot industry is definitely weird because i there's just like i don't know every you know those facebook pages like they're always blowing somebody up because they promised and advertised for something and didn't deliver you know and like it'd be one thing if it's a 20 dollar styled shoot like you can only 
hope for so much. You pay for what you get for, for sure. Right. But I think that that should be like, if I'm paying side tangent, there's a content, a creator that I follow. She's a really amazing wedding planner. She's doing a Europe content. Like it is like six grand. And but I will tell you that she is like luxury. Her minimum is a hundred thousand dollars for a wedding. So hi, girl. That's the dream. (laughs) But she has this, and I signed up for her emails and stuff. And she just put out this euro like content, and you don't have to go to all of them. Like one's like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, da 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 da. But they like it is amazing. But I know that. If I pay six grand for that, I'm going to get the content that I need to get for literally ever. If you're wanting in the luxury wedding industry. And if you're mad about something and it's not as how it's advertised, you have a right to be mad. Correct. Correct. She said there's going to be snacks. (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) I am one to splurge on something if I know it's going to be a good reward or like good for me in return. So I'm willing to spend like two grand on like a content trip or something, but like I'm going to pay that to like someone that I know is going to provide the quality. Yeah, because like if you're spending two grand on like four or five photo shoots, you know, that's like a lot of money and and you have to travel to that place usually. Um, you yeah, have to get like, meals and, like lodging yeah, for sure. and transportation. Like that's expensive. Like flying out places, renting a car, putting a deposit down for things, mm-hmm. hotel stays. And it, sometimes it adds like, up. lodging Gas. is included and like some things are included, but not always. So yeah. Yeah. yeah style suits are hard. Like when I started, I loved them because like I was so new. I didn't know. Now I'm a little more jaded, I think, which really sucks. But it's because I've had such crappy experiences. Yeah. And me as a vendor, because I'm not even a photographer. I, in the beginning, relied so much on these galleries because I can't afford a photographer every, like, season to go do pictures for me. And so this was my way to not only get my name out there, but also meet people and then create content and get all this stuff. But when now I'm not even receiving galleries, and if I do get them, they're not on brand. There's probably only 10 pictures in a gallery. And I'm like, cool, what am I going to do with this? And so it's just like, I really hope that the, like the style shoot industry just gets better in a sense and people just grow and learn from it. But again, like if it's your business and you are killing it, cause there's a few, to, few of them. Um, I love Cat- catalyst co they do such an amazing job. Rachel and call and her husband, I think his name is Colin, literally the sweetest people on this earth. Wandering creatives is one that I follow and I've been wanting to go to one of their yeah. content days because they like, they post like they have little story story like bubbles blurbs, yeah where um they talk you about you can click on it like oh they went to georgia and you can click on it and watch all the behind the scenes oh of everything. that's really cool and it looked like it was so well put together yeah. and i was like that is really really this cool. is one that i will want to go to and you know they charge a decent amount but yeah. it's because they put like a lot of effort yeah no for sure into them. and, and I, there are some that like Again, you see what they're doing and the effort that they put into not just like, oh, let's get together in the mountains and just throw something together or whatever, because like it's it's hard to do that. But now, again, I've just learned now I create my own content days, but I invite one photographer and I pay her and that's it. Megan. 
know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like know your brand by the back of my hand. Literally. I've like created some preset. I'm like, yeah, this is mine. Perfect. Um, but styled shoots, Lizzie, I've seen you put on some really awesome styled shoots. I feel like really you awesome. both do. I hope you start doing more because they're really, really fun. I know. But I know they're so time consuming. They're and time they're consuming so... and I've been burnt. Yeah. <laughs> I've had an idea lingering in my head for like four months now that like I want to create. I just like it's going to take so much time. And I'm one of those people that like it has to be perfect or it's not happening. No, I agree same because like and i get so stressed out if something goes wrong because like i'm like people paid to come take photos here like i want it to be perfect you know yeah so well you're treating it as a business and it's so nice to hear that even the little things matter to you because some photographers are like oh i i don't know or like people that are putting it on or whatever like oh that's cool or whatever oh she's like five minutes late like they're so flippant yeah, I'm like, I'm like, nope, we are going to be on time. Models have to be on time. They have to be ready to go right at the start time because, like, you know, people are spending $100, $200. Like, they need to get their photos worth. For sure. Like, of all Definitely. the time we have. So I have an idea, like, a few ideas, but I just need to find the vendors to do it, um, the place to do it, and, like, what it's going to cost and all because it's kind of like a big idea and again styled shoots are there's so much work so props to anyone that's starting to do them not do them and hopefully you can learn from our experience on how to do it the right way (laughs) I don't know they're just crazy and I definitely like know a lot of work goes into them but at the same time like I'm coming from a vendor's perspective like my time is so valuable and I risk like my expertise, my experience, what I'm bringing. And I just, at the end of the day, like want to feel respected too. Cause most of the time I'm doing things for free. Like I hardly ever get paid for styled shoots and I've started charging people for styled shoots because I want them to know that I'm serious and I'm not like, I don't know. I don't know. As you should. I feel like nothing nowadays should be free. Yeah. And even if it's just gas, like I don't even need a million dollars. I'm not charging like full price by any means, but it's just like, I feel like people respect me a little bit more sadly when I put a price tag on it or they're just, or I just know what kind of person they are if they can't afford my services at the end of the day. So, and what in my head I'm like you have 20 photographers, you're charging them at least $200 each. You can afford to pay me. $50 $50 in gas at yeah. the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The math is not math in here. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just, hopefully everyone just has good times doing styled shoots. The last styled shoot I put on was, there was the one you came to when we had that big vendor pull out, yeah. which again, it's like things happen. It's fine. Um, but some really memorable things happened. Like one of the models that were there were actually a, a couple that I'm really good friends with, Aberdeen and Anthony, um, who are having a baby and just announced. Um, Eeks. So crazy. Yeah. And they, he, they were going to model and she, um, I had her wear this beautiful blue dress and she was like, she looks stunning. And, but he messaged me like two days before and was like, listen, can I propose to her? She's going to have her hair and makeup done. It's going to be in this beautiful setting. And it was, it was amazing because it was like, okay, I get to capture this. But then all these other photographers got to capture a real moment, which was really cool. 
and then they got my pictures back but they got other people like people were not entitled to give yeah but it was so exciting for them too though it was a whole experience that there was 11 stations there was so many people involved that was lots of content yeah but then there was like the awesome factor and then they have these awesome pictures to look back on yeah and they're like we got to model and like look so cute and then like she got engaged and she looked good it was like a perfect situation but yeah that I don't know great. so there's good things with yeah. style shoots but then there's sadly, pros and cons there's, yeah which is like with anything yeah but I love them the ones that I have been a part of like there there have been like really really cool ones and I've gotten like really great content but I definitely feel like everyone is doing them now so unfortunately I started being a little pickier with who I do it with but I still love them and I'm always willing to help anyone in the industry I just I love connecting with people meeting there's not enough photographers in my back pocket I'm sorry because people are just so busy so the more photographers I can know the better well what business advice would you give to somebody like anyone build a community that's like my biggest thing like I feel like I'm a dead beating a dead horse at this point but Brie she owns a small business called Desert Ave and she was my one of my first friends in the industry and she's not even in my industry she does custom shirts prints cups like the girl does literally everything and I randomly met her on Instagram and she invited me to a style shoot to just come and like talk to people because I literally still had nothing going on in my life it was like a week after I started my business and she was just so into community and I just met like I said the most perfect person and I loved it I met so many photographers I met you there I just like made so many connections and then slowly the ball started rolling I started meeting more people growing my circle and I just, yeah, I love a lot of the people that I work with. Florals with Kendra, Florals by Kendra. She's amazing. I love her. Erin, photography. Megan, obviously you're here. Chef Mo is amazing. Born and Delights. Erica is out there. Like I just have some really, really amazing people you're in my life. You're the best of the best. Literally. <laughs> that Like top notch. If you don't hire me, hire them. <laughs> Chef Monique, her food. Fabulous. so good dashing spirits chance she is oh, oh I my. love her she's doing my wedding oh my gosh <laughs> I love yeah. her literally just the best the best of Arizona and not only are they the best but they're just such good humans and like I like my one thing just build your community build your circle and the blessings will follow I love that so how can people find you online you can find me on Instagram simply desert co tiktok Simply Desert Co. And then my website, www.simplydesertco.com. What's your What's your TikTok that you post the Pilates? Is it Simply? Simply Mari. Yeah. So that's my personal. If you guys want to follow my last seven-day stretch of Pilates. so Me, when I see a new day, I'm like, let's go. You're like, my turn. It is yeah. crazy. Oh, my gosh. Me sitting on my ass. Yeah. Go, Mari. <laughs> living through you okay well that was fabulous thank you so much for coming on you were amazing thank you I this was so much fun I'll come back anytime well thank you so much for listening to smile please Please. podcast and we'll see you next time bye